1: What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dazby here. The old man, on Trans Hale. Producer Cole, baby, in the building. We are feeling good. We are feeling better. Hopefully, our next show is in studio. It's trending that way. So uh, I get to see the old man in person. Producer Cole, baby, can be in a booth or... Hopefully on the set, hopefully it's a pro wrestling show. So we'll see what's happening there. It's a little tease stick around towards the end. Uh, we got some news on the pro wrestling front to give you guys before the show is over. But so far today, we are bringing you the show again from our cribs. You guys can catch us on YouTube, the corner podcast. There Our full episodes, dope interviews being posted all the time on YouTube and fun clips from every show are now going to be posted on youtube so in just expanding our youtube presence making sure we got we bring everyone who listens uh, the best of the corner podcast so we're trying to get better we appreciate everyone for sticking along with us for now 7 plus years we we're just talking about that off air so it is great to constantly be evolving we appreciate you all today's show is mma We have UFC 275 to preview and to talk about. The UFC has been in like a weird place. We've been talking a lot of boxing. We've had great UFC interviews. But for the first time in a long time, we're like, is UFC third in our priority list in combat sports? So we're going to touch on that, touch on the pay-per-view that's happening in Singapore as well. We're going to start the show nerding out, and it's all thanks to the old man. Cause he dropped in a link to brand new video game. I was like, you know what? We're opening up with video game talk, nostalgic video game talk, getting back to our roots from back in the day. So we're going to talk everything, video games to open this one up. As you can see, I've shaved my head like the old man had. He, Congrats. First of all, old man on another, another job at this point is getting ridiculous. What did I do? Oh, I'm yeah. serious now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I got my know. own show fighting words. That's right. Oh, you got yeah. fighting word. That's that's not even what I was talking about. That's all sporting news. You're a permanent member of the serious team. Yep. So, uh, congrats there. You have a million and one jobs, like Chris Jericho has a million and one holds.
2: Yeah, I can't help it. Um,
1: yeah, the series. <laughs> rock progressing.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Uh, between yeah, so I, even today as we're recording the show this morning, me and Dean Thomas did serious. So I've I've one of the few people that have appeared on every show on Fight Nation was serious because I can talk all the sports. So in a matter of months, they were just like, all right, well, you're kind of regular here and now. So that, they gave me my own intros. That's great. And then <laughs> the news was just like, well, you They need do not call you the old man, right? No, no, no,
1: no. Okay, okay. At least
2: something's exclusive to you. Nobody's, nobody's that disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> Only me. Yeah. I mean, and then you look at it like on Fight Nation, there's Bully Ray and Dave LaGreca and Dean Thomas and they're all older than me. So it's like, <laughs> I'm the middle guy. I'm the medium sized man.
3: Guy. Okay. Medium-sized man. So it's
2: so yeah, they they're keeping me it's, it's busy, man. I gotta do matter of fact, I'm doing busted open radio on Saturday morning.
0: My Ooh, days are that burning. early show. That
2: early show. It's it's super early. I gotta be, yeah, 5:30. But you know, I got a I got a newborn, so <laughs> getting up ain't nothing for me. So I mean, all that to say is like. This today I, I looked on IGN. I go on IGN every day. It's like a bad habit of mine because I look at video games that I know I don't have time to play and I, I'm going to buy them anyway. And it's been like really slow in the world of video games. Like there hasn't been a lot of releases. And then all of a sudden Shredder's Revenge comes out next week. And if you were a kid and played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the arcade, and now you see that there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game, they're doing the Bunga collection, which is like all the games. But Shredder's Revenge is like a new game, which is not necessarily a direct sequel to Turtles in Time. This is really going down a rabbit hole because people who don't care, like, shut the fuck up. Too bad. But Shredder's Revenge is a six-player co-op. And I marked out because six players? I loved it when it was four players. When Turtles was four players and X-Men was four players, I love that. But six?
1: And they got Casey O'Neill in there? Bruh. I'm so ready. That's when you got to go to arcade and use all your quarters? (sniffs) I, I hated the person who never died. That's the person like who spent way too much time at the arcade. So I'm yeah. blowing mad money, and they're just like, "Oh, I'm on my first life." Like uh, in X-Men, that was the worst. Who'd you main in X-Men? Like, who was your character? Wolverine. It's always Wolverine. Cole, who was your character
4: in the X-Men arcade? Oh gosh. Uh, I mean, it was it was definitely a lot of Wolverine.
1: Uh, okay. As well, there's there's only one he's, bad. He's answer, he's so he's, he's versatile. What can I say? Okay, I was always Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler was fun, but it's all it's Nightcrawlers might do. Okay, I was always Nightcrawler. The only person you cannot be in any X Men game is Cyclops. Well, yeah, Cyclops. Look, man, is arguably the
2: worst character in all of Marvel. In 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 the history of these games, like Cyclops, Leonardo
1: were like the same person to me. <laughs> Don't this, okay, I'm not going to disrespect Leonardo like
2: that. I'm just saying, at the time, because it was like, Donatello was a super smart guy. Raphael was a cool guy. Michelangelo was... I mean, Raphael was like the, the edgy guy. Yeah. Michael, uh, Michael just didn't give a shit. And yeah, mad high. Let's just yeah.
1: keep it a buck. Like, Michelangelo smoked
2: mad weed. Many blunts. Weed. Yeah. Uh, but Leonardo was always the guy who came with reason. Like, oh, we can let Shredder go. And I was like, man, fuck you, Leonardo. Like, get your shit together. So I hated I it all the time. Being all like... Oh, don't steal my girl, Wolverine. Shut the fuck up.
1: That's how I always felt about both of them. So he I got never pumped out so tough all the time. How mm-hmm. Wolverine just come through and scoop your girl to the point where Wolverine got a meme just fucking caressing your girl's face in a picture frame. And Wolvie was straight Dirty
2: mac, and it didn't even matter.
1: Didn't care at all. (laughs) He was the king of Dirty (laughs) Mack.
2: I was like, look at this. Like, as a kid, you didn't really get it. And then as you got older, it was kind of like Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, that feud. (laughs) And then you started realizing what was happening. But back then, like with with Hogan, he was like, oh, he's a bitch. Bitch, fuck him. With Wolverine, we're just like, yeah, get that girl.
1: Like, yeah. Mega mutants explode. (laughs) everyone rooted for Wolverine in that every single person, like Cyclops has the worst the worst mutant gene ever ever because it's like yo fam you can't close your eyes like the only thing you got to do is close your eyes and you're ineffective like you can't do shit if your eyes are closed zero or even then if your eyes are open if you just put on a pair of glasses you have no power yeah, you do nothing else. He is the worst, and he got the baddest chicken, in Jean Grey, who has the utmost power. He didn't deserve Jean Grey. She do better. She glowed up, as the kids say. Like, it, it, like Wolverine was the guy she deserved, not the guy she wanted.
2: Yeah. So all oh, that say, like, we, all these video games are coming out. We're getting ready to come out the remaking the Last of Us one, which I'll buy again because oh I played that through is it twice. Your kid. <laughs> it's one of the greatest video games ever made. Um, it's definitely the most gripping narrative that I've ever played in a video game. Uh, Did you watch my, the movie? What? The movie? There's a series coming out. Oh, series. That's what yes. it is. That okay. comes out, I believe, I think that's next year on HBO. Oh, okay. I thought it was... And of course, I'll watch it. And if they fuck it up, ah, it is what it is. <laughs> video games are very hard to translate into series and things like that.
1: Yeah, I watched Uncharted. That was tough.
2: Yeah, see? I lo- the Uncharted video games are, are amazing. Oh, incredible. But yeah, as soon as I saw Mark Wahlberg, I was like, nah, no thanks.
1: <laughs> There's one video game that I still want a movie to, and that is Bioshock. Yeah. I still, I still really mess with the Resident Evil movies. Like, it's hard to fuck up Resident Evil eh. in, any, in any iteration.
4: Eh.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I, you know what I'm really curious about?
2: Very underrated video game, by the way. The Twisted Metal series. That they're getting ready to do <laughs> only because Samoa Joe is in it. No, I mean <laughs> You're no, Samoa I, I, Joe, Mark. <laughs> I am, but I was twisted metal is like my game. That is one really? game. Hell yeah, sweet tooth man, play them all. Trucks just beating the shit out of each Not other. man, listen. It was it's you know a lot of people play Rocket League now, but like twisted metal was like Rocket League before Rocket League. You play and... Rocket
1: League, Cole? Oh yeah,
2: big time. Yeah, that's <laughs> <League was> fucking <laughs> shit. But twisted metal was just and then like. Twisted Metal Black on um, PlayStation 2, 2 or was it three? Had like great stories too. Like everybody had a great story. And it had back and yeah. black was like the sound. Like, yo, I can't wait because if they use those stories that they had in the game and how people got cursed into these vehicles, yeah, it could be a really good series. I don't bank on them doing right by it, but maybe they will. Could so Twisted, Me- Twisted Metal is my shit. What else like what else was announced? Marvel's Midnight Sons. They announced. Holy shit! It was a lot of games. A whole bunch of me and Cole time before we started. A whole bunch of hey, we really like Dead Space. Let's make thirty games like Dead Space. Kelly, you never played Dead Space. There
4: were about no. Three, I never played
1: Dead Space. There were
4: about three or four games that that they showed uh, at the SummerFest that uh, that all looked like Dead Space. And yeah. one of them was made by the guys who originally made Dead Space. There's already a Dead Space remake coming from EA. And then there was another one where like it was like Troy Baker came on stage and he was like we're doing this cool thing in space. We're all just sitting there going like it's Dead Space dog. It's Dead Again, Space. Nah, I never played Dead Space. Which no problem. Dead Space 2 one of my all-time favorite games ever. It's Really.
2: It's, yeah. Yo, Dead Space. All right. By the time this podcast comes out, The Quarry drops, which is Oh after, yeah. yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, uh, made, made
4: made by the people who did Until Dawn, which and un, Until
2: Dawn is incredibly underrated because it looks amazing and it's just got a great story and the quarries and shit and it's supposed to be you know, like one of those horror games. Dead Space Two is one of those games, like Resident Evil Village, that you just absolutely cannot play in the dark.
1: Oh, so uh, these are scary Outlast, games. Outlast is like that too. Oh, I don't fuck with scary. Yo, so okay, that's why I didn't play. I don't fuck. Yo. With scary. The, like in I don't School, find that fun at all.
2: Oh, it, it's hard because, listen, I, li- I love them, but I catch myself when it gets real dark and I put on my Pulse headphones. I'm like, I got to take these things off because I don't like jumping. I don't like getting scared anymore. It's like yeah. roller coasters when you reach a certain age. Like, what the fuck am I, what am I doing? I Why st- am I paying I- to be scared? But Dead Space 2, the, the, the action elements, the weapons, the story, like everything. It looked great. The fact that they're redoing it. Yeah, you're going to take my money. Just take my money.
4: Yeah, and they and it's still like kind of unclear if it's like just gonna be Dead Space One or if it's like a combination of Dead Space One and Two kind of put into a game. Which I hope it is, because I love the the first Dead Space is really good, but I don't know. There's some about Two and like being on that space station that was yeah. so goddamn good, and yeah, it's also incredibly graphic as well. There's right. some violence happening in that.
2: Yeah. See, I and and the cool thing is. <laughs> With video games now... like it brings me... Hold on, hold That's on. I got, I, got to, I got to finish talking about these video games right quick. Go you ahead, mean? go go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I've reached a point in my life, like, I talked to my pops the other day, and my pops was like, I've been laying on the couch playing Red Dead. That's what he does. He lays on the couch and plays video games all day. And I was like, pops, you remember that time I was playing, like, Double Dribble or some shit, or Madden, and you were like, you're not going to do this forever, right, son? And I was like, yes, I am. And I'll be, it's reaching forever, right? I'm never going to stop playing video games. I'm obsessed. I'm addicted. Yeah. I'm addicted. So, when, yeah, when we tune into the podcast, you hear me popping about video games. I don't think you guys understand, like, some people like video games. Some people play video games in their passing. I'm obsessed with this shit. If you, if you, like, all right. If my wife were to take the kids out of town and I was just left home alone, people would be like, oh, you're going to go out, go to the club? No, I'm going to stay home and play video games. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Uninterrupted video game sessions. That's it. That's all I'm going to do just play video games all day long. My wife would be like, are you out there cheating on me? Yeah. And these video games like <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> up, but that's all I'm doing is playing video games. I get to catch up. I would stay in, indoors, order food indoors and play video games for a week if my wife was gone with the kids.
1: You told me last week. You're like, yo, I haven't touched my PlayStation or Xbox in two weeks. Yeah, and I was just like, it was painful. Kidnapped? (laughs) No, it was painful.
2: I was so busy. I. It's painful. You know, it's like I'm waiting for that age that my son just—he's—I can like sit him there and then play a video game and he won't cry and shit. Like right now, he deserves too much attention. I just don't. I haven't had the time. You have a
1: bouncer? Yeah, he don't like none of that shit. Oh, uh, yo! The old school bouncer. Uh, no, nah, he the, don't. He don't like is, it. This is a life hack. No, not the newfangled like no thousand dollar bounce. No, The joint him. where you put and you gotta like bounce with your. Yes. Listen, you put him in there. You bounce with your foot as you're playing the game. No, and the rhythm of the game then pulses through your foot. It doesn't. And I'm, I'm telling, telling you,
2: you. No, I'm telling you. You get a I've, whole different level. I've tried everything. He so don't I'm, like. You're shit. gonna
1: make me come to your crib. Take your child. Put him in the bouncer and play a video game on your TV to show you how it's done.
2: You gonna get you gonna be like that bus driver, that uppercut. That when you gonna learn today? You come over my house and try that shit. Tell my me. son ain't having it. My son just started smiling. It's been like two months, and I'm like, oh, you you finally started smiling? Like You're
1: a little jerk, man. I've had so many kids that I am just the kid whisperer. At okay, this point. that's what you think. You and the cannon. Oh. <laughs> i ain't i ain't on his levels i smartened <laughs> up early I, I closed up shop early in life um, so i wouldn't be nick cannon right now so uh, yeah no nah, none of that even though i do tease my wife occasionally I'd be like "Yo, want to have a kid and then she just looks at me like i'm stupid so that that's that's always helpful so what i was supposed to say in this video game discussion is we always do lists and it's always fun so we have list. We have two today, but I'm going to start with the first one because Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was how we started on this conversation. Mm-hmm. That's going to be six-player co-op. Yes. Reverse rap Pack, we're all going to get on this. Producer mm-hmm. Cold Bay is going to join in. We're all we're going gonna to have a blast on this game. Makes me think, which video games do you be, do you want to see relaunched with six- to eight-player co-op? Not four. That's tough. Because it's, it's a difference between four or now playing online. Damn near where you can have the full court, like NBA 2K, right? Six plus. Which games do you want to see relaunched? Kind of like uh, you have in Halo or you have now in Call of Duty where you can have everyone join in and fill up as many spots as you want. Which games would you want to see relaunched in this capacity?
2: Twisted metal three.
1: Twisted metal. Oh, twisted metal. Okay, twisted yes. metal is easy. I would love to Which, play Twisted Metal. It might be more easy. fun if it's not the computer. Like if we're if yeah. we can have a player be each character, oh then that's a blast.
2: Like if they did a twisted metal campaign with I'm big on like single player campaigns, but if you do campaigns with six people, I love that shit. Oh um, I hate <laughs> sports games with more than two people. I fucking hate them. NBA 2K, like, they've
1: now built their brand off of this. Right? I everybody care. is I, everybody.
2: I won't play it. I hate it. I hate depending on anybody else to do anything in a video game. You're such an only child. Yes, I am. So, <laughs> Twisted Metal, um, obviously, they've done Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, let me see. I love Borderlands. So, if they made a six-player Borderlands, that'd be fun. Uh, if they did a six-player campaign in Gears of War, that would be incredible. Because Gears of War is the shit. But you're going to play with a couple people. If yeah. you can do the whole ass campaign with six people, I'm sold. But again, once I only li- I, I like campaigns in my video games. They are like six players against each other. Mm, depends on you're, what it you're is. a
1: story guy. You're really yeah. big on being a story guy.
2: Yeah, playing games for the sake of playing games is I do. But man, I just I like to, I
1: like to get to the end of something. So I need a remake of Goldeneye. Mm. I think but I, doing I need that. it. I, I need it like they're cheesing that. Yo, yeah. straight up, yeah, I've, I've like definitely Halo, them. Call of Duty status. Like, I need six to eight players. We're running around the map. We're murking each other. Nobody like can I, be the midget. No, odd job. No, yeah, no odd nobody job. Nobody can bro. be odd job. That is, that is always. Unless, the unless they add a
2: kick mechanic to the game, you can punt his little ass. That's <laughs> the only way I'm going to play as odd. Like, you can't play as odd. No, no, no
1: odd job because you run straight through the grates and you don't have to duck and slow down. So no, 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 no odd job, no odd job rule. So I need that. I need, you talking about being every person in the game. I'm fine with that. I need it. And my next two games are in the same vein. I need it for NFL street and NBA street. Where it was three on three. I need us to crew up. Like my three versus your three. Corner podcast versus whoever. Like, I I need that. So give me NBA Street or NFL Street. I think NFL Street was five players. But um, it was four or five. But I need that. Cool. Everybody needs to be somebody. Give me NBA Street, NFL Street. And then my last one is I need multiple players, damn near everybody, on backyard baseball. (laughs) My boy Pablo Sanchez?
4: Pablo Sanchez is the greatest athlete we have ever seen in our time. Yes. Ever, so that is, ever. That is an undeniable game, fact. Ever. In any yeah, sport, but, Pablo Sanchez, yo, go.
1: Give me that with the ability to have everyone be a different character. We'll, we'll play backyard baseball like we play MLB the show. Like, yo, what time y'all ready? And we'll get on there and just online, our crew versus your crew. And if we can have it like the, the we, when they have like the me characters, so everyone could create and customize their own backyard baseball characters. Like in NBA 2K, you go through, you make your own guy, right? And then you step on the court and you guys all ball against each other. You customize your own guy. I want us all to customize our own backyard baseball character. Um, real quick. And get accolades and play it that way. Yeah. You're, you're never getting me off that game.
2: Real quick before we toss the coal. Pablo Sanchez and Stretch from NBA
1: Street. Street. <laughs> Stretch, no stretch Woo! wasn't even the dopest in that game. You ever unlocked Graylian? Yeah. Graylian the alien was unstoppable. And then Yeti was insane when like NBA Street 2. The unlockable characters and that shit was crazy. Stretch yeah. was Stretch was a beast in the first one, though.
2: If I, you I would, fuck with stretch. See, NBA Street, I, I wouldn't mind. I was a big NBA Jam guy, and I would uh, uh, there's, NBA there's Street way- greater than NBA
1: Jam, and that yeah. might be blasphemy. Well the ankle
2: ankle breakers, man. Like NBA oh. like there was no crossovers in NBA Jam. You just ran no. and shoved people around and shit.
1: So when you could do the, the Marberry or you could hit someone with the fucking the Sham guard, like oh my god. There are two moves
4: in NBA Incredible. Street. It's off the heezy and back to Papa Where the two yeah. best moves
1: <laughs> in NBA Street. You throw it off the dude's head back to you or you oh throw god. it off the
4: backboard back
1: you to just you. Just fucking spam so off the until <laughs> game, the game breaker. until you get hit you a the game breaker. breaker. <laughs> oh yeah. my god i think that yeah. that secretly
2: got my pops like super into like sports games because so we used to smash him in like nba live and 2k and madden yeah. and then he played street and he won a game and he was like i'm i'm in." and i was like this really?
1: is it
4: <laughs> cole no, what, are, what are your games so good uh okay this is this is a tough 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 question i'm gonna pull i'm gonna pull out a real weird one here to start fuck and i forgot one but continue power stone They need to remake Power Stone and have it be six players because that as like a fighting game, I feel like Power Stone was like a little bit right around the same time as the original Smash Brothers and it was on Dreamcast. Power Stone was awesome and a remake of Power Stone, make it six people.
1: You seem like a Dreamcast guy. Like oh, you bought Dreamcast uh, and had Echo and thought it was the best shit ever. That was the I one system I didn't have. I didn't well, have a system I never had was a well, Dreamcast. My best friend loved Dreamcast and carried around the fucking memory card and like he could do stuff on the memory card. I
4: think um, um give me I am a uh, I have a a guilty pleasure for the Dynasty Warriors games. Um and a, very six, good. a six player version of that sounds like a lot of fun. Sometimes it's good to just turn off your brain and just hit square. A lot. And when and you're just the running the through armies. The occasional they triangle, run. and then hit oh. square again. Uh, I love like, the bad voice acting in those games all the time, too. And it was like, yeah. I weirdly know about uh, this this strange period of, of feudal China in this weird storytelling <laughs> way. That's definitely not historically accurate, but no. I don't care. It's great. I would um, so
1: play that game with you. Oh,
4: like, oh God, I love those games. Hours
1: lost in they that came game. out.
4: They came out with Samurai Warriors 5. I played the crap out of that. It was, um, and then. Hmm. I mean, give me a good iteration of like a, a, a online like metal gear game with six people. I don't know how that would work, but me either, but
1: I would love to see how that works. I have a game. It could work with three. Like if you campaign three people and like, you have to solve like the puzzles and work together and one person got to go upstairs and you got to, it reminds me, what the fuck was that game? That was very, uh, Cool. Not too long ago, and it's it's weird, but you can like structure it. Um, and they had like the little guys, and one was red, one was blue, and everyone played together. And you had to see who was like the. One person was always the. Oh, Among Us. Among Us, oh, like man. you can do it kind of like Among Us, but like with a real ass concept, like yeah. where it's just like. But yo, then it's Metal Gear, and then, going...
4: and then everyone just goes, huh? Yeah, huh? one person's
1: going through like what one God. gate, one great and you send one person this way and this like. You can crew up like if one person, solid snake, one person, this, dispar- like you can have a solid Metal Gear crew and like run through the campaign with three people. All right. I got one more before we go to break or talk, talk MMA.
2: Uh, I got one we, more
1: video game question. Give this,
2: me, so. give me a remake of WWE No Mercy.
1: The six people.
2: Oh. You're trying to. Ooh, WCW, trying NWO, Revenge? Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just pick yeah. one. I don't give a yeah. shit. Just so any of those old N64 ones. Yeah, all,
1: like, all of them are incredible. You're trying to have us like AEW. You're trying to introduce trio titles. Like, right. were it's just like 3v3. Because you played it on 64
2: and it was like, yeah, it was cool with four. you do the Royal Rumble or whatever the shit. Yeah. But if you could just do six people and do like a TLC match or some shit, like let's go. Let's go. I know they do it. I know because everybody talks about, yeah, well, you could do that on WWE 2K. no, 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 no. no. I need
1: no mercy. You know what's crazy that that engine is that like in Madden, me and Cole are in the Madden league. So it's 10 of us, right? Eight, eight or ten of us. And then, like, if you're playing the computer, you play the computer. If you're playing someone else, you play someone else. It'd be dope to have like people pick characters on the WWE roster and you have to go through like the storyline together. So if Cole's going for the IC title against Dre, that's your program. You're wrestling each other. If I'm wrestling in a tag team match with the computer against another computer, cool. That's what we're doing. And you just continue and you play your storyline as you go and you interact however like a, you a interact. a multiplayer
4: My GM thing kind of sounds like it would be almost oh. like WWE Dungeons and Dragons. It actually could be kind of cool. I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> I am I'm with, with that.
1: The last video game question I have, and this one is not as in-depth, and I'm going to say one, make this very tough. One, if you can have one old school video game and I say old school, like PS3 and before, right? Like not current yet. That you can bring back on the VR, what would it be? As, as a virtual reality game, I will start off at mine. I, I don't care if it's the exact iteration. I would love to do Knights of the Old Republic virtual reality. It Seems very involved very but you're running up on people you're talking it's kind of like turn based but I'm fucking people up with a lightsaber and choking people with the force I need Knights of the Old Republic and it was close because the original Prince of Persia might have been my shit but I don't know how you climb stuff in VR so <laughs> it was a lot of climbing and jumping so I had to go Knights of the Old Republic I would pick hmm it'd be, it'd be
2: Goldeneye give me Goldeneye in VR It's a good one Like Uh, that's a different energy right there. I have um, to be able. I have to kick odd job too. There we go.
3: (laughs) As long as we kick odd job,
4: whatever happens in this Goldeneye remake, if it is actually happening, just allow us to kick odd job is really all we ask. I would say, I'm I'm gonna cheat a little bit because maybe it's not quite as quite as old school, but give me a VR XCOM because I am sick and tired of missing 99% chance shots. <laughs> Give me the VR capability to allow me to make the shot. Okay. Because when it's yeah. 99% and it goes like, oh, he missed. And you're like, what do you mean you bit? And then the guy dies and you're like, great, right, Yo. I'm, st- I'm, I'm triggered. I want to start over. I hate all this
1: VR. Just watch your accuracy. <laughs> yep. you and no l-
4: let me have the accuracy in my own hands. I can hit that 20% shot. Damn it. <laughs> You have to under
2: like if you don't play XCOM, you will not understand the pain that you go through of putting yourself out of position for a ninety nine percent shot and you miss and, you and miss. then and then you get wrecked and then you lose one of your top guys. Like you you it's a really deep cut. XCOM is a really deep cut, but it's such an amazing game. But if you die, your character is gone forever. And if, and I've done it many a times when I played it, where I put my guy right in position to kill somebody, and I was like, I'm good. But I put him right in the open. And then 99%, and that's, it shows a miss, he ducks, and you just go, motherfucker, and you're looking for that <laughs> off button because you don't want to lose him.
4: One one no, square gotta, one square away, around half cover, shotgun. All right, this, is, this has got to end the game. Oh. oh, he missed. Yeah, then you're cooked. <laughs> and, and, and again, X is a game. If you lose
2: that person, your game might be done because you may not be able to ever finish the game without that particular person that you spent all that time uh, leveling up. And putting a lot of on responsibility em. on person. I love that game though. I love XCOM, but yeah, yeah, virtual reality, be baby, because I need to make that shot.
4: <laughs> got it. I got to have it. Got to have
1: it. Wow, what an incredible pick! All right, now we can head to break. When we come back, we're talking to MMA to round out the show. UFC 275. Don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. All right, we are back, and as promised, we are talking UFC. Dre, we haven't missed much, believe it or not, in the world of the UFC. Last week, though, Alexander Volkov beat Rosenstruck in the main event. Knocked him out first round. Good win.
2: Yeah, that, good win, but that fight, the, Herb Dean should let
1: that fight. Herb Dean was rough, right? He should have let that fight continue. No, Rosenstruck wasn't done. No, no, no. He smiled at him after. Like, they both spun away. Rosenstruck was out of there, and then he was just like, what the fuck happened?
2: Yeah, they, they that that sucks because it's a heavyweight fight with two guys that could touch you once and put you to sleep. You got to let that fight go until somebody goes night night.
1: No, hands down. This weekend, we have a card UFC 275 in Singapore. One, I didn't know Singapore was such a hot destination for people to go to. I've been mentioning this. People like, oh my god, Singapore! I would love to go there. Yeah. It's like, I think everyone on our ESPN social staff passed up on the opportunity. <laughs> like, really? What the fuck's in Singapore? Yeah, because I don't know shit about Singapore. I definitely don't. But main card, we have some good fights on this one. Before we get into it, and this is a good card for, like, especially hardcore fans, great card. Is the UFC on a downswing? Because this what? is, like, the third pay-per-view where I feel like I come into it, and I'm like, you know, this is a good card for hardcore fans. Like, it's three months in a row
2: it's mm, a good question because what do you mean by a downswing? Are th-
1: I can't phrase it as them being in trouble because the hardcores like are going to continue to buy. The pay-per-view numbers aren't shitty, right? Like Javante just got championed for doing 240 pay-per-view buys. Right. If a UFC card did 240,000 pay-per-view buys, Dana White would jump off the stratosphere. So, like their floor is like 450. And then you go up from there, like really good cars do 850, 900. Monster cars do one point something. So they're not hurting. But in terms of what they were in popularity and buzz, it's not the same. I mean, that's because Connor ain't fighting, right? Like that's what right. you can't just have one Connor. Uh, yes, they always had Connor, Rondo. They always had – even John, he's not the biggest draw, but, fuck, he gained some, like, momentum and traction in terms of name value. DC at least had some name value. Habib towards the end had some, like, name value. We we don't have anyone name value. Jorge Masvidal was the biggest fighter they have fight in the past four months. Yeah,
2: so I, I guess – I mean, if you're looking at it in mainstream appeal, then sure. Like, Conor's not fighting – uh and hurt uh master lost uh we don't we have we don't know better fought but style bender fights he fights international fight week he fights at 276 which that'll do fine they don't, I mean there's not a crossover star but that also means they're not spending a lot of money to make these cards happen right <laughs> without connor you save pocketing, a lot of money pocketing though <laughs> yeah like you, you get extra you get a, seven, a few hundred thousand extra pay-per-views when connor fights but you're saving a few million when Conor fights. Yeah. So I don't know if it necessarily in a downswing. I think like this card specifically, it's not one you're going to convince a casual fan to watch. You're going to be like, hey, watch Yuri Prochaska and Glover Teixeira. And they're going to be like, fucking what? Why? They they don't know. Glover's still
1: fighting. That's what they're going to say. Glover is still fighting.
2: Yeah. And I mean, and this card also has the fight of the year, probably the best women's fight we've ever seen. The rematch between Willy Zhang and uh, Joanna and Jacek. And then you have the arguably the most dominant champion in the UFC in Valentina Shevchenko. It's a really good card. But the UFC has made it that way where there ain't no more Connors. Like, we don't want that shit to happen. We want you to pay for the UFC, not for the fighter. So they're not in a downswing for themselves. But for anybody that's like, where's the big blockbuster UFC? It ain't happening right now. You're just getting these really, really good shows. That's it. With that being said, does it happen again? Will they allow another con? Fuck no. Sean O'Malley is the closest thing that they got to it right now. Sean O'Malley, but Sean O'Malley has to win.
1: There's no country for Sean O'Malley. Don't need to be. He's white. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he ain't ain't, like all American white. So like white people really, he ain't cowboy, Cerrone white, like white people ain't fucking with O'Malley. Like you think white people.
2: Okay. Let O'Malley rack up some victories and knock some people out. Like,
1: O'Malley like has, top five like not pound for pal, but top five in division O'Malley, you think is like white people like are getting behind him? And kids, yes.
2: O'Malley's got O'Malley's got a different kind of grip on people, right? Like O'Malley, The gaming helps. Yeah, the gaming helps. His look helps. He's like a fucking troll if you just look at him. Like Takashi, 6'9. Exactly. That that dude he'll be fine, but he'll be controlled by Dana White. Right. I don't think Dana will allow him to get out of control like Connor did. Connor was, he, you know, they unhitched the train and that motherfucker just went rolling off the tracks and did whatever the hell he wanted. He was like, I'm going to go fight. I'll run over this person, run over that person. I'll smack an old guy at a bar. That's what Connor ended up doing. That, that's not going to happen again. I don't think they're gonna, there's going to be another star like that in UFC. That's by design. That's not because they can't make one because they can, but it's by design. They're not going to allow somebody
1: to become that big. Interesting. Cause to me that like damn near puts a cap on what the UFC is, right? Cause they they've gotten to this level because they've had Connors, because they've had Ronda's. To then cap and say, no, we don't want anyone to get bigger than us again. It's like I mean, but you don't because what
2: what the UFC has spent the entirety of everything doing is build like remember Dana White didn't want women in MMA. Shit yeah. just happened and it took time, off. Yeah. Like, Connor is an accident because anybody who comes close to that kind of Connor stardom, they have to control it, right? So, they Connor just got out of control to the point where Connor Ariel Helwani just talked about in the MMA that Connor's like talking about not coming back until 2023. Remember, you said he'd be back in a year? This motherfucker ain't coming back to 2023. Partially because I think he still wants to fight Nate Diaz, he might yeah. be skirting a fight with Mass with all this. There's all kinds of reasons why, but he's made so much money. He don't need to fight. No, nope. you have to keep people poor and hungry so they keep fighting. So you, th- you're not going to make somebody that big that knows their worth and then controls their narrative. So would it behoove them to find another superstar? Yeah, but as long as it's Dana White's best friend and doesn't get out of control, then it's fine. But I don't think they money makes everyone
1: to. get out of control. Right. That's why season. they don't pay them. <laughs>
2: That's,
1: like sooner or later, money makes everyone get
2: out. Yeah. So if you everyone. keep them poor and hungry and barefoot in the kitchen, like they used to say of women back in the day, if you, if you do that to the fighters, they're just going to do enough to make sure they can put some shoes on their feet. You know, they're, they're not going to be having goals of like
1: being owning whiskeys and shit like that. <laughs> mm, you don't want that shit to happen. Never again. No, no more going out there and fighting top name boxers. No, man, that Dana's worst nightmare. Here, you know, the funny thing. So
2: Dana went out there and said, ah, I don't, I don't want to do boxing. Boxing is broken. So it's such a broken business. And I talked to Oscar De La Hoya and Oscar is just like, ah, I tried my hand in MMA. That shit didn't work. No shit. You want to know why? Cause you're in two different sports. It's like, like, Roger Goodell coming to Major League Baseball. I was like, I can fix this. It's not how the shit works. You know your sport. Stick to it. The only commonalities there is the ball. The ball looks different. MMA is like it's fighting, but it's not the same. Boxing and MMA they're just not the same. You got to treat them different. So like Dan is saying, it's broken. It's it's not broken to boxing. It's broken to you because you can't control all the belts.
1: Yep. I like, get a clue. Shit. All right. So USC two seventy five pay per view. First, shout out. Andre Fialio is fighting here again. Hmm. We interviewed him three fights ago. It was a month. Yeah, <laughs> like, he got, he got knocked out quick. He's got, to get, he got work to do. Yeah, like he hasn't lost since. He's just been running through people here in the UFC. He wasn't playing. Fighting Jake Matthews. Um, on, this, on the prelims card, fuck it, I'm picking Fialio again just for the sake of the podcast. Just letting that be out there. Uh, but on the main card, looking at the main card, Granted, had lost what? Robert Whitaker, Marvin Vittori along the way. But right. Jack Della Maddalena versus Amaev. That's a rough opener. To Listen, man. Card. Let's
2: just let's let's be real here. Let's just get to the top three. Yo, there's it, three fights on this card
1: that matter. It is, it is rough when you start a pay-per-view card that way. But okay, top three. Li Lisa <laughs> versus Joanna and J Chek. I don't know how focused Joanna is on fighting. I'm not sure how focused she's been in a long time. She's good enough to beat average fighters. She's not getting average fighters because they know how good she can be. I think she loses again to Wei Li Zhang. I don't.
2: I think Joanna versus Wei Li Zhang, the first fight, put a chink in Zhang's armor. From that point, she got knocked out by Rose and Eunice. Uh And then she lost again. I don't think that Zayn is mentally able to cope with the idea that she's human. And because of that, she's not going to fight Joanna the same way that they fought the first time. Because she thought she was invincible. Now that she's not, it's a different story. As for Joanna, it is a good question. You haven't fought, in hasn't years.
1: fought since
2: Yeah, you <laughs> haven't fought in two years. And if you go on, you're on his Instagram, you're like, I see what you've been doing, hanging out at the beach. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Modeling shit. Sipping my ties. Yeah. And, and Dean Thomas made a point down on our show earlier. He said, uh, does she really want to cut that weight? You think you want to do it until you start doing it. And then you were like, damn, it's been two years since I did this shit. Cause she had a hard time making 15 before. Yeah. Honestly. Coming back from two years, she should have just went to 125. Yeah, they're too big for her 125. But what I think will happen is Joanna's mindset, she's a dog. It's, it's just the way it is, right? She's lost fights before. It's totally fine. She doesn't like to lose, but she's lost. Well, he hasn't necessarily recovered from losing. So I think this fight, whoever blinks first loses, and I think it's going to be Zang, because if she can't fight with that aggression, Joanna's with somebody who smells blood in the water and just eats you up, wow. and I think so. I think Joanna's going to win this fight. More importantly, I think Joanna's sitting back, looking and going, because Rose lost, the door is wide open to be one of the greatest in this division again. All I got to do is win, and then I get to beat the shit out of the woman that I beat the shit out of the first time to get this <laughs> goddamn t- title in poor Carla Esparza. Yep. I'm sorry, I don't mean to disrespect Carla, but everybody in that is going, you're these food. She's food. You are lunch. And yeah. Dana's pretty much said the winner of this fight jumps Marina Rodriguez to get a shot at Carla. Damn shit. Yoana wants that. Like she wants. Mm-hmm. Like if there's nothing else, if she's hung, if she needs something to be hungry for, it's the fact that she said she was the greatest, lost that shot, and, and then Rose blew it. So now Yoanna gets that chance again. If yeah. Rose, if Ioana could beat Zang in this rematch and get a crack at that title and be champion again. It's all she needs. I don't, I just don't know if Zhang is mentally there to uh, compete in an unfortunately a three round fight. It should be a five round fight, but unfortunately, it's a three round fight. I think that Yon is going to win this fight probably by unanimous decision.
1: Yeah, three rounds does play. Uh, I'll still take Zhang. Co main event Shevchenko versus Santos.
2: It's not a real question, is it?
1: Listen, Santos has looked good. I'm not going to okay. say she hasn't earned it.
2: That's fine. Right.
1: But beating last year, Roxanne Montefiore, and then Joanne, what, Calderwood? And She's just Joanne Wood now. Do you just drop a Calder? Like, is now this married. like a thing?
2: She married a Wood. So now it's like- Wait,
1: Joanne Calderwood? Yes. Married wood. wood? Yes. It's fucking phenomenal. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. She's gone the opposite of hyphenating your name because, like, mm-hmm. you get married, you hyphenate your name, like, you add a whole another last name. She was like, No, fuck it. I'm just cutting it in half. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. She should have hyphenated it. It should have been Wood Calderwood. That, Joanne Wood Calderwood would have been her phenomenal. kids would have been pissed. They was just so, so confused. Um, yeah. No, nah, I mean, come on now. Santos, good story. Valentino just needs somebody to be. Give me Valentina. I always like picking, like, something out of the box by submission. Something weird.
2: Very possible. Uh, The real story here is, like, look, we kind of did the same thing with Amanda Nunez and Juliana Pena, right? We all picked Nunez to murder Pena. That shit didn't happen. The difference between Nunez and Shevchenko is we've never seen anything that suggests that Shevchenko is not dedicated to the sport. Paul Felder said that uh, Valentina Shevchenko sips tea and whips ass and shoots guns. That's, like, her life. That is it. And Amanda Nunez, you know, got a kid, she's married, like she's got other shit to worry about. She let it get past her. Shevchenko's not to this point has shown any signs of slowing down to the point where it's like if she wins this fight, which we fully expect her to. Yep. Now, we obviously if, want her to go up to band weight to yep. fight the winner of Nunez and uh, Juliana Peña. But if she doesn't and you're Dana White, and if you for some reason you can't convince her to go up and wait, you got to pay her to sit on the bench. This is it's, it's a weird thing to say, <laughs> but what you're what you're doing now is that Valentina is so far ahead of the game. And it's not like Ronda Rousey ahead of the game because Ronda Rousey was just really good in one area and nobody else could catch up to her. Valentine is the most complete fighter in this division, in this in women's MMA. She might be the most complete fighter in MMA, striking, grappling. She's short up a wrestling. Dog, no, she tossed Jessica Andras around like it was nothing. And Andras is the strongest woman that we've seen. And she was just manhandling her. She's so complete. And no other fighter can get there. And the problem becomes is like, Talia Santos is getting this opportunity because they ran out of people to run up the ladder to get beat up. Yep. <laughs> Once Santos gets beat, you can't keep feeding Valentina rising stars who aren't ready because she's just going to eat them for lunch and kill their confidence so you got to tell valentina's like listen you got to go to bantamweight get that title or we're just going to pay you to sit on the bench so we can really create a contender because you just keep wanting to fight we gotta slow your ass down she's too good um but yeah I, i'm gonna pick valentina let's see it's kind these of, it's, it's these any way she wants to do it i mean dude Valentina beat Juliana Pena, which another thing. She's looking at Juliana's like, I hope she beat a man New Year's so I can fuck her up again. <laughs> Valentina fought Juliana when Juliana seemed like she was so tough and great wrestler, you can't beat her on the ground. And Shevchenko submitted her with an arm bar with ease. So with this fight, I'm gonna pick Valentina by third round submission. Ooh. Chokes her.
1: Okay.
2: I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm so we're
1: both this. going sub.
2: Yeah, yeah. She could knock her out, but I don't think it'd be like the Jessica I shotgun kick to the head knockout.
0: I think <laughs> that she, knockout catches, never gets old.
1: If she catches her, she chases her to the canvas. I think she chokes her out. No, I, I agree. I mean, that knockout never gets old. I can see like the ref stopping it, just no, how awful it is. It could go to a boring decision. We just don't know.
2: Valentina just does what she wants.
1: No, hands down. Hands down. So, um, now we're going to the main event Glover to Sheriff versus Yuri. Yuri has the best ponytail in the game. Yes. His ponytail is only second to Brian in the studio, at which I'm trying to convince Brian to go full Yuri and put it up. <laughs> Just have it sticking straight up in the air. Poor Glover. When Glover won the belt, we got on this podcast. I was like, yo, they're feeding him to Yuri and he's going to go out on the shield. Yuri's going to make it look ugly. It's it's not going to be close. Mm. My over-under is two rounds, and I don't think Glover makes it. Give me under two rounds, Yuri probably knocks out Glover in the first round. They're not on the same level right now. Glover's winning by submission. people this man has betting shows do not listen to him okay glovers
2: beating yuri here's why i'm gonna tell you why look who had, yuri's beat two people in the ufc vulcan ozimir and dominic reyes dominic reyes ain't been yeah. shit neither is vulcan ozimir yuri for fights one way that's coming forward he got ta- I, I watched both of these fights and I, I this is why i'm making this pick he got tagged by Ozdemir. he got tagged by dominic reyes he just managed to overwhelm them with striking what neither of them did to Prohaska, that Glover will do is take him down. Yuri Prohaska can't get off his back if Glover Glover takes him down. You got to take him down five times to win this fight. Easy. Glover takes down anybody, they're not getting up. I told you that with Jan Blachowicz. And what happened? Okay. Glover gets touched every fight. Every single fight. And what does he do? He comes back and he wins. Every fight. If Glover puts Yuri on his back, this fight is over. Yuri's not getting up. You want to know why? Because you haven't seen enough of Yuri to make this, this pick. As, as much as you think it makes sense, man hasn't lost since 2015. Look who he's fought. And look who the last person who knocked him out was was King Mo. He hasn't King Mo. Fought, He hasn't fought a wrestler. He hasn't fought a grappler. He hasn't fought a Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. He hasn't fought anybody with heavy, heavy hands. Dominic Gray I mean, he beat the ahead. shit
1: out of King Mo in the rematch in King Mo was washed by then. Maltanata Yuri Pohaska is... 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. straight KOs. Who did he knock out? Everyone. Who? No, Every, give me the, the name. Everyone I'm just, I'm, I'm in asking, between. I'm asking you, and give me the names. Reyes, tell me- Ozdemir, CB mm-hmm. Dalloway. C.
2: Fabio fucking C.B. Dalloway? Keep going. C.B. Dalloway was in the UFC. Keep going. Keep going. Fabio Maldonado. Who the, the fuck UFC is Fabio Maldonado? Keep going.
1: He was in the UFC at one point. Some a lot of people in the UFC one and they got, got booted. Keep going. Uh, King Mo. Keep going. Those was the last five. After that, it's Brandon Halsey, Jake Young. Mm-hmm. A lot of people without fucking pages. Right. But yet, because we've all been convinced of this. But it's those last
2: we, five ain't, ain't cab drivers. Like, hey, we know hey, that. Hey, hey, I'm just saying. We've we've seen a small sample size. We haven't really seen Yuri get tested, but Yuri gets hit. Glover has dynamite in his left hand. Now, let me go. Let me run down the list of who Glover's fought. Jan Tiago Santos, Anthony Smith, Nikita Krylov, Ian Kudalaba, Carl Robeson. He lost to Corey Anderson. He had his up and, ups and downs. But let's look at all the people that he's fought. Ovin Saint Pru, Rashad Evans, your friend Patrick Cummins, Ryan Bader, (laughs) Rampage, Fabio Maldonado. I'll tell you this there is nothing that Yuri's going to do in there. And when I looked at this list, that Glover has never seen before. He's not fighting somebody that he's just like, I ain't never seen that shit before. He's seen it. Mm -hmm. What Yuri's got to deal with is something that he has. Like, I think, and I said, because remember when when they booked the Yan and Glover fight, I said the same thing. I'm picking Yan. And I thought about it. I was like, nah. We keep sleeping on Glover. We got to dis, quit disrespecting this old man. Now, granted, he can get old tomorrow morning, and it's over. And he gets blown <laughs> up. But the one thing that yeah. Glover has shown us over, especially if you go look back, Jan, Tiago, and Anthony, they all clipped him. And he just comes back, and he, he does the, the Justin Gaethje thing. But the thing is, is that he takes them down. That's what Yuri hasn't had to deal with. They don't even try. I think Dominic Reyes took him down pretty fucking easily. And but Glover is he's more top heavy than anybody that Yuri Pashka has fought. As long there's only two ways this happens, Yuri needs to win in seven and a half minutes. If he doesn't, he's fucked. He has seven and a half minutes to win this fight. He ain't winning this fight if it gets into the third round because that means Glover is winning if the fight gets that deep.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a deep ass going five, I'm not going to say that I've seen him be capable of going five, right? Again, he's knocked out 10 straight people. That's fine. So I haven't seen him have to go deep. <laughs> I haven't. But I don't think he'll need it. Alright. I'm just saying,
2: again, I'm saying You're it all old good. man Glover. I'm picking old man Glover. Like, I had to really, like, I really sat down and thought about this. And I was just like, man, Glover's a two-to-one underdog. Mm-hmm. Glover is yeah, he's 42, but he's super OG. The power doesn't go. If he buzzes, he, that, here's the other thing. Yuri Pahaska, go go watch his go watch both his UFC fights. Yeah. Watch what happens when he misses and how wide open he leaves himself. If Glover is good at one thing, it's counterpunching and he knows when to punch in between somebody's spots. Yeah. There, there's a lot of things Glover does well that he could take full advantage of as long as He doesn't get clipped in the, like, look, Yuri's a a fucking samurai, a savage. Like, he could do anything to anybody in in the first five, to seven and a half minutes of the fight. But if Glover hasn't figured out, it's going to be in still. That season, and you can't deny it. You can't deny the season of Glover Teixeira.
1: I said, you you make a good case. I think he gets right. I, I said it the day he won the title. Yuri's yeah, we. Did. I said to it too. Kill this man. I agreed with you.
2: I agreed with you until I watched those fights again, and I was like, "Man, there's a lot of shit here." I was like, "There's, there's just a lot of like he throws wild. Yuri throws really wild. If he can, and Glover should be defensively responsible enough to stop some of that shit. The only thing that really I think will prevent him from winning this fight is if he's old." If he goes, like, he is old, but I'm saying, if his body <laughs> if just he, starts. If he's old? Yeah, but it's I'm just saying, if his body reacts like an old man and he's, he, like, the chin is just not there, because the chin has been there. So it's like, and he gets up. I, you can't convince me, like, Yuri's been great, but I don't know if he hits harder than Tiago Santos. I don't know hmm. about that. So, Tiago hey. Tiago
1: hits hard as hell.
2: Tiago, yes. Tiago sends people to the nether realm. And Glover, Glover did like, dog, no, you have picked
1: against Glover. I want to say three straight times. This will make, I, sure. I am going to say five straight times. I think you might be underestimated. You just ran down like his his recent fights. I'm pretty sure I picked against him in every single one of those fights. Every single one of
2: those fights, he won by a finish. Every single one of them. He did. I still can't believe he won the title. I can. I told you what's going to happen. I, Dog, not only did I tell you it was going to happen, I called how it was going to happen. I told you he was going to
1: choke out Jan. I, Which I, is ridiculous. I was like, yo, the man just beat Stylebender. Like, he's not losing. Yeah, That's but I told you. 42-year-old. Dog,
2: he's different. He's different. Glover Teixeira is different. And when you fought everybody and you see somebody like Yuri coming, you know what he's going to do. It's not like surprise. He's going he's gonna to do something else. You know he's going to come and throw, throw hands and feet at you. As long as you can weather that shit. And we haven't seen Yuri fight going backwards. There's a lot of things we haven't seen. I think I saw an article. I can't remember who wrote it that said this was like the reliable F-150 versus a concept car that we've only seen on the track a couple times. And we're like, man, that car is really fast. The longer that it goes, like, then you realize, oh, well, shit, the grip ain't that great. Or, you know, the, the, the steering, like, he mm, kind of drifts to the right a little bit. Like, we haven't seen enough. So, yeah, I'm, p- I'm picking Glover. I'm picking Glover
1: in the old man story of the year. Old men rule. Old men rule. <laughs> I mean, all right. Shout out to the 40 plus crowd. I might be wrong again. Father time's undefeated, though. So sooner or later. So you make Glover going. I'm going to be right. Sooner or later. Um, man, we'll see. We'll see how everything turns out. We appreciate everyone for joining us today. Nerding out with us to start the show. Then talking MMA to wrap it up. We appreciate you all. I'm not going to hold you for too long, but I promised an announcement at the end of this. And uh, thanks to everyone at Blue Wire. Thanks to a huge thanks to producer Cole Bay Bay, and to a successful AEW week and before and tons of interviews. We are going to be bringing back our weekly pro wrestling show. So every week Sunday mornings, we're dropping a weekly recap of whatever happened. The week before when we have pay-per-views on Sundays, it'll serve as a recap for that pay-per-view as well. So it's going to be great to talk pro wrestling every week, get back to the traditional format of the corner podcast, three shows every week. So we'll have one dumb long show every week, probably to start the week off and then two hour long shows to close the week out. So make sure you guys are checking for us Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays going forward with Sundays being our pro wrestling show. We appreciate you all. Follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube, The Corner Podcast, where you can find everything from interviews to show clips to full episodes. It looks like we're, we're getting past this Rona thing, so you can probably expect us to be back in studio next week. Thank you to everyone. Stay safe. You guys stay Rona free. Till next time, we're out. Peace.